that a female-friendly media brand was created. Big Sis Australia is leading the way by inspiring women to be the best they can be. Welcome to the Big Sis Pod. You may have heard of the term tapping, but what is it exactly? Well, I've always wanted to find out a lot more and I thought that you might want to as well. So this week's podcast guest is Angela Johnson. She's based on the Gold Coast and she's Master NLP, an EFT practitioner and a very talented intuitive healer. Welcome, Angela. Thank you, Karen. It's great to be here. Thank you for welcoming me into your home. Oh, you're most welcome. It's lovely to have you here in your energy. Thank you, gorgeous. Now, we're going to talk about specifically because you do, you know, master in NLP as well, but more so I want to talk about the EFT, which is why I was saying tapping that term. So what does EFT actually stand for? Yeah, so EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Technique. And as you say, Karen, it is often referred to as tapping essentially because that's what it looks like we are doing onto our bodies using our fingertips. <laughs> yes, well, I've seen some videos about it, but I was like, I'm just really not sure where to start. So it's awesome to have you on. So what is it exactly? So tapping is an evidence-based uh, stress management technique at the heart of it, really. So it works for the mind and also for the body because of the mind-body connection. And I'd probably go as far as saying that it also affects our energy system quite dramatically as well. So with tapping, it's kind of like psychological acupuncture. So we're using our meridians in our energy field and we are clearing negative emotions, stressful upsets, and we are clearing that using our fingertips, as I mentioned before. So it's got two elements to it really. There's a somatic which is the tapping element and a cognitive element. So we're tapping and focusing using our mind at the same time. Okay, cool. So there's a bit of a mixture in there. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to delve into it a little bit more, but let's just talk about why you decided to um, study it and where you studied it. Basically, my journey with tapping started probably about 15 years ago now in which I personally was going through a lot of my own health issues in particular, I was living in what I would call a constant stress state. I had conditions diagnosed such as chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia and anxiety, depression. So I started investigating into emotional freedom technique and I came across Dr. Peter Stapleton. So on a personal level, she mentored me through the tapping and how to use it and learn the basic recipe so that I could use it personally for myself. Was that here or overseas? No, that was here in Australia. So after I'd had done some work with Peter, then I basically realized how much of immediate change that I got in my own personal life. So then I wanted to investigate more and of course then share that with the world and that inspired me to become an EFT practitioner myself. Gorgeous. So how long did you have to study for it? Um, well, I feel like I've been studying it for a fair while because and always there's a lot of elements. To. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Um, but over probably I think around five years or so, I've studied a lot of different aspects of that. And I studied also through EFT Universe in the US of A after I had some mentoring with Dr. Peter Stapleton. And she actually also uh, supervised that study through EFT Universe with me as well. 
So let's talk about the actual science behind what I will keep calling it tapping, if you don't mind. <laughs> no, <laughs> sure. Let's talk about that. Often what we actually have found is that in today's world, a lot of people are really living in a chronic stressful state like I was many years ago. And so we find that people are in a fight, flight or freeze mode really regularly. So we're activating a lot of that primitive part of our brain. Now with tapping, what they've actually been able to find and prove scientifically is that through brain scans, we can actually see that tapping on the body while we're focusing on particular issues that upset us or physical discomforts, it actually sends a calming signal to the part of the brain that is in charge of our emotional regulation. This part of the brain is called the amygdala and it's also the center for pleasure and pain. So we often find that tapping is very successful when it comes to food cravings and addictions and things like that as well. And so the other side of the science behind tapping also is the part of the brain called the hippocampus in which it stores our memories. And so we find that our memory comes back when we want to, in the moment, make decisions and we can access that prefrontal cortex part of our brain to be able to make better decisions, to be able to create on-the-spot new habits and we're not defaulting back into a lot of that fight, flight or freeze stress response. So this has been around for a long time, has it? It's been studied, like all of the emotional uh, energetic techniques, it, it's been a bit of a progression over the time, but it's dated right back to, you know, the 1950s where a lot of the pioneers that led into the world of tapping actually had been doing energetic techniques such as this for a very long time. And it's been also found in other parts of the world, a lot of uh, studies have been done in countries that I haven't even heard of. And Dr. Peter Stapleton, who is the head of the Bond Psychology Department and also a very top researcher in this field, she's bought out a book called The Science of Tapping. So for a lot of the listeners, it's, it's well worth having a read of this book because it does cover over a hundred research papers that have actually been published as well in regards to tapping and how effective it is on various conditions. Mm, That's fascinating because that's the thing. It's sort of with a lot of this sort of outside of the medical terminology, you know, like some of the stuff has been around for so long and it's just so intriguing. So Yeah, and what is really interesting is now with the body scans that we also have been able to show and the brain scans, we actually find that it's showing up as a a physiological response that we can see now. Whereas back in the day when it first was researched and it was starting to be created as something that produces immediate results and long-term results, we can now prove that it's actually works at that brain level and it's creating change in that moment. Mm, and it makes a difference to some of the sceptics out there because back in the day it would have been like, oh, you're off with the fairies, it's all in your mind. You, you know, well, I mean, it is in the mind, but in, <laughs> the, in the sense of, oh, you're crazy, you're off with the fairies, you know, but at least you can say we've got medical proof now. Yes, exactly. Mm. And and there's so many papers, like I said, that you can look up and research into that as well. And I know back in 2010, Dawson Church, he wrote 
runs the EFT universe in America at the moment and he did a study for veterans and post-traumatic stress disorders. And so what they actually found with a lot of that is that up to 50% of the PTSD symptoms was reduced after only a week's worth of six one-hour sessions of EFT and that to this date has still remained as a long-term result for a lot of those participants. Wow, that's amazing. Let's talk a bit more about some of the benefits. So we've been touching on a few. Have you got some more that you'd like to mention? Yeah, definitely. With tapping, the main thing is that it really reduces the emotional charge of a lot of the memories that we do have. So of course we can't change our past. So we can work to feel better about our past, however. So when we reduce the emotional charge, we can think about a memory and we don't get so triggered by it. So it produces that parasympathetic nervous system response and we can remain calm about our experiences that we have in life. And a lot of the other benefits, of course, if we're feeling calmer, that in turn affects our physiology. And so if we are functioning from a more optimal level when it comes to our body, then all of our organs are working well, we're more relaxed, we're able to use our prefrontal cortex and make proper decisions. And, you know, you can use tapping for anything from phobias to addictions to weight loss to food cravings. I've used it many, many times as a parent to a beautiful little eight-year-old, very active boy. And so it's great for parenting from my side. And then also I've used it with Bailey and taught him the technique as well. So he's had some school anxieties, for example. So he will tap on the way to school. And they're also using it now in some schools in Australia, in which there are schools down south that have a hundred percent of their teachers certified in tapping. So now that's going to be very helpful for things like exams and anxieties and pressure from peers and bullying and things like that too. Wow, that's fascinating. And especially, yeah, with the bullying and things like that at the moment. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So there's so many different results. And one of the main things as well that does come up quite significantly is that it has been proven that EFT takes half of the time and therefore half of the cost to actually help you as a tool than traditional cognitive behavioural therapies as well. And that's a beautiful thing about it. It only requires the person tapping themselves and a guide, especially in the beginning, or for the big traumas that we may have. It's important to really get that assistance. But, you know, I tap every day. My clients tap every day on little things that you wouldn't think would actually affect us so much. Give us a little example of something you go, oh, why would I tap on that? So give us something. Yeah. So for Someone example, annoys you down the street or? Yeah, I was just about to say, mm. like, you know, sitting in traffic. I mean, the Gold Coast is getting pretty busy these days. And so I'm quite calm in traffic these days. It's, it's like my time where I can actually do lots more tapping. So if I'm sitting there and I want to um, get somewhere in a hurry, I find that it, it helps me to 
obviously realize what's important in that moment to calm my system down because you know hey if you're in traffic and you can't get anywhere you don't it's better to be there and be calm about it than actually be stressing about it and still not going anywhere right <laughs> so your vision for the world is anyone that's stuck in traffic they'll all be tapping away yeah. at their forehead and <laughs> and you can have a look you know I could imagine in LA or something where there's you know seven rows deep of traffic and that you just look next door in the next car and someone's tapping away at their head and yeah totally Karen you know what it's not the first time I've rocked up and I've had people looking at me at the traffic lines (laughs) I could imagine going what is she doing and I've also seen other people doing it and I'm like hey fellow tapper (laughs) (laughs) I love that I really love that after this session I'm going to try and and start doing it as well. So beautiful. I will add myself into the mix. Excellent. So let's go through, before we sort of wrap things up, I really wanted to have a chat to you about how can we ensure that we get the best results when we're coming in for a, a tapping session or once you sort of learn how to do it. So what do you think is the best way to make sure we get the right results? I would suggest that when you approach something new, always be open to, you know, realizing that you are still learning as well. And when it comes to tapping, what we find is that if we can get as specific as possible in relationship to what's really going on for us and, you know, what's going on for people is very personal as well. So, when you're tapping, you want to be able to speak your own truth in that moment of what's actually happening. So often people say to me, well, I don't know what to say. And what if I don't say the right thing? Is it still going to work? And the simple answer is yes, because you cannot get tapping wrong because it is such a personal experience. And as long as you're stimulating those meridian points while you're focusing on what's going on, then it's going to be effective. And it's such a non-invasive way of calming ourselves that I suggest that people tap on everything and tap as regularly as possible to get a really great benefit out of this tool that is available to us just by using our own body. I'm just interested about the pressure. Like what kind of pressure do you have to tap? Or there's different pressure points or, you know, like as in the the amount of pressure you have to put on your either your forehead or wherever it is? Yeah, definitely. Well, basically a slight pressure, that's all it needs to be. You don't need to, you know, bash yourself in the forehead. You don't need to do it on a brick wall. Although I do sometimes find if I'm really feeling angry and intense, I can get heavy with my hand. Okay, (laughs) yeah. So that can happen, but it doesn't need to be a big pressure. It's just a slight tap with those few fingertips on that point. I have had people that prefer to even just gently press on those points as well. And that will do exactly the same thing because the important thing is that you're just stimulating that meridian system while you're doing the focus work as well. And talking about the system, because I guess I'm learning as we're talking today, just with, you know, is it mainly on the face or it's, you can do it on your arms, your legs? Well, when you go onto the my website, you'll have a look and you'll see that on the images that are there, most of the points are on the face and on the upper torso. So from about under the arm or the diaphragm up is mainly where we do tapping. There are some pressure points on the hands as well, but they're not part of the basic recipe for people who are just learning how to do it. So you don't need to do all of the points. And that's an important thing to mention, Karen, as well, because especially with kids, 
kids sometimes have a favorite point or even adults have a favorite point and you can clear so much just from tapping on a couple of the points. So don't feel like, oh, well, I can't do the tapping now. I don't have time for it because I've got to sit there and do it perfectly and on all of these specific points. If you have a favorite, like any tapping is better than no tapping at all. And so most of the points definitely over the face and the upper torso. So often I find it quite easy to do some tapping while I'm, you know, in the traffic like we were talking about before or the shower or, you know, I'm walking to school and I'm holding my son's hand and I might be tapping with him while he's tapping. And so it's a very versatile tool that uses the main endpoints of the meridians, the main eight meridians of the body that supply all the other meridians, if that makes sense. So just a, an example would be, so if it's a heart-centered release, is it sort of near the chest or it can still be tapping on the mind? All of the points actually have an emotional aspect to them as well. So for example, under the eye, it actually is often related to feelings of overwhelm. So even though you might have a heart-centered issue, for example, grief or something like that, if you're feeling overwhelmed by that grief, it's often helpful to tap on the point that would address the overwhelm and be associated with the overwhelm feeling. Okay, So it's really helpful to go through all of those points. However, if you do have your favorites, as you learn it, you may find that just for quick moments of tapping, you might want to just quickly tap on a certain point. But I would recommend to do that eight points and the karate chop point as often as you can because it's been shown that through the actual tapping of the points, the tapping itself makes the most difference while focusing on the issue itself. Okay. Yeah. So that's really good information because I think that we all, you know, anyone that's listening right now, probably best to check out your website and really delve into what area means what because, you know, it's a, a little bit hard to explain via audio. So where can we find all of this extra information like the diagrams and some videos? Yeah. So if you go to my website, which is thejoyhut.com.au, you'll find information on tapping there and a bit of background about what tapping also is. You'll find more information in regards to my story as well. And of course, I'm also on social media on Facebook and Instagram under the Joy Heart Holistic Mind, Body and Energy Coaching too, Karen. That is a mouthful. Yeah. (laughs) I'm glad you said it instead of me. (laughs) That's a great way to wrap it up. (laughs) Uh, Well, I've just learned so much and I know our listeners did as well. So thank you so much much. I'm, I think we've all got to do a bit of homework and then start tapping away. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for having me, Karen. As you may know, unfortunately, our website and domain got stolen by online scammers earlier this year. We've been working really hard on getting another site active again, but we do want to apologise that old podcast episodes will have a website mentioned that we no longer own. Again, we're really sorry for any inconvenience, including the win page, which was definitely affected, and also anyone that was listening to our podcast via that site. Life certainly can test us sometimes, but the Big Sis motto is to never give up on chasing your dreams, no matter what. So our new website will be up and running very soon, and we can't wait to share it with you.